understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Before we jump into today's episode, and trust me, it's a good one, I want to talk to you about what we're doing as we end this decade. As we end this decade, the last month of the year, the last month of a decade. Now we go into a a new decade in January, which could be the next, the 10 best years of our lives, the next 10 years that's transformational, full of growth, full of a decade of where we get to impact others the way that we always thought we could. You have this burning desire. I know you and you know there's more. You're living in the gap. You want more. But sometimes you just find yourself wondering how. Is it just the shiny objects? Is it, is it just what everyone else is doing? Or what am I actually supposed to be doing? How do I find out what that thing is? And then when I find it, how do I figure out how to make money from it? Trust me when I tell you I get it. I was there. I was you. I knew I was supposed to be doing more. I had no idea what my vehicle would be. And I had no idea how. That's why my business partner and I, Megan, host an event called Innovative Income. First of all, we're not going into 2020, I won't allow it, where you're living off of one stream of income. It's 2020, it's not fair to you, it's not fair to your family, and it's not fair to your children, especially if you're choosing to do this alone. In the world we live in right now, You deserve it all and there's too much of an abundant opportunity out there for you to not have multiple streams of revenue. So I want to make sure of that. So our signature event is January 12th. We are about a month away. We've already sold half the tickets and tickets are still available. So make sure you go grab your ticket and you join us for this event because we're going to spend the morning removing those limiting beliefs, uncovering your magic, removing those excuses. And then we spend the afternoon coming up with a plan. I'm not going to let you leave without a plan on how to identify what that thing is and make actual money from it. It's so important as we go into 2020 that those first six months are critical that you learn something and then apply it and make something happen. And that's what we're going to do for you at Innovative Income Summit. So go grab your tickets now, www.innovativeincomesummit.com. I can't believe I said www because nobody says it anymore, but innovativeincomesummit.com. Go check it out. Go grab your tickets. There'll be a link in the description. Before we jump in this episode, I want to meet you. I want to see you there. Come join us. Come get this transformation so that 2020 is a different damn decade. All right, let's jump in. Let's talk about giving up the good for great today. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley. Thank you so much for joining me and happy December. Happy December. Like, If y'all don't know how erratic I am about this, it is the last month of the year. 
listen to me when I say this. There is something so instrumental and serious about what we're all about to go through. You're literally closing a chapter of your life. I don't even know what they're going to call this, but people are going to look back and be like, Remember in the late 2000s, like remember, remember in the, remember in the, I don't even know what the fuck they're going to say, but you know, like the, the 20 teens, I don't know. But remember that? Like this is your opportunity to take what has occurred in the last decade, literally close it, smash it, ball it up like a piece of trash and throw it away and be done with it. And you know what? If this last decade was great, great. Praise it, frame it, hang it on the wall and be done with it and decide what you're going to do into this next decade. There's a little irony for it for me because now this next decade is going to be all my 30s. But regardless of what age you're at, this is a new decade. This is the last month of a decade. And then come January, you enter a new 10 years. These next 10 years could be instrumental. They could be transformational. They could be the 10 years that you live in your full divine assignment, walking in your purpose. If you just choose to do so, you literally just decide, right? Because, because the assignment is just moving you towards the choice. The assignment just says, this is, this is what I've chosen for you to do. I want you to see it. I want you to believe it. Here it is. I keep putting it in front of you. Please see it. And then when you finally see it, you still have to decide because the decision is what what enrolls you in making the right choices, the choices that you typically would never make, the choices that are going to lead you to a different life so that you can then walk, take responsibility for, and act in your divine purpose. I went off on a tangent, but that's how seriously I'm taking this last month. Like it's December, y'all. We got 20 something days to plan what next month is going to look like that first month so we can set this thing on fire and not be in that group of people that only changes our life for the next three months. And then we go on back to our old habits because this shit is real. This is real. Like you could set ablaze the fire that's already in you that's been manifesting and burning and just saying like, let me come out. I You haven't even seen the real you yet. You've been operating from a, like a seat belted version of yourself. This person, you ain't even seen this version of you. This person's trying to come out and here's your chance. Here's your chance to take a leap, willing to fail, willing to crash, willing to fall, like take the leap, do the shit anyway, prepare, dive, and then readjust, realign, redirect, and make it work. Now this all sounds good, right? But you're listening to me and you're like, okay, well, what does that even look like? I don't, I know there's more. I know I'm in the gap right now. I know I'm in my stranded phase. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I want, but I know I want more. Great. Then some steps need to be taken. Some, some steps that will get you out of this insanity, this, this comfortable lifestyle that you've been living in this survival mode. You got to get out of it. So what are you going to do? Well, today's episode, I want to talk about one thing in particular I think we all could do in December. And I'm, I'm talking about this because I feel like this is the theme of my life right now. Like this last month, I just feel like everything that's been happening to me is screaming this at me. And um, it, it's time for that I take take a hold of it. And so I wanted to share it with you. And it's just the simplicity of giving up the good for great. How do we give up the good for great? 
And I'm going to tell you this right now. The reason this isn't appealing is because when you give up the good for great, you're giving up something that already works, that's already sustaining you, that already feels good. And when you are thinking about great, it looks like nothing in your hands. It looks like nothing. Like it's, it's not appealing. It's not the shiny object. It's not instant gratification. Like even when we think about losing weight, and I always use this example because I feel like it's so simple to just the average mind. But for me, losing weight can seem appealing at any time because at the end of the day, I can imagine what I want my body to look like. And I can use that as a tool for motivation of, okay, I need to give up coffee and these bad foods and these things that, are, um, that aren't fueling my body and only like they're not doing anything for me to have this body that I want. And I've got this body in my, in my mind. Right. But when it comes to giving up good for great, for the life that we want to live life and true purpose, to really do something in life that speaks to our soul, sets our soul on fire, that actually allows us to like live the life of our dreams. You don't know what that person looks like. And that's the problem. That's why you won't make a move. You don't know what great looks like. People won't do anything because they don't know what great looks like. It looks like nothing in your hands. There's, there's no end goal to see, right? You just know this is where you're at right now. And you know it. Listen to me when I say this. This is where you're at right now. You're surviving. You have a roof over your head. Your kids are good. Your partner's good. Life seems good. If you put it on paper and you're grateful for it, it seems like it all makes sense. But you're in this space right now where you feel like there's more. Don't let that die. It means something. It matters. And the things that you're going to have to do to be able to bring that out, to curate that gift, because the magic's already in you. I tell us this, I tell you guys this all the time. The magic's already in you. The magic's already something that you do at your job, that your friends say that you're really good at, you know, that your mom said was always your gift, that somebody at church told you about. You already have this gift. You already have this magic, right? And it's in you. And and it keeps, it's like an it, the assignment keeps coming to you. It keeps flashing before your eyes. It keeps getting given to you in different ways. You've got this fire in your belly that tells you more, but you have no idea what it looks like because there's no vision for it. There's no vision for it. And in order to get to that place, you have to give up good for great. And how do you give up good for great when you have no idea what great looks like? You're not a fortune teller. Like you're not a fortune teller. This is like, this is the equivalent of, have you ever um, been been on like the tallest building in a sky view? Or if you, you know, you scale to a 40, uh, 40, 40th floor elevator and you see the city that you've lived in for 20 something years and you're like, wow, I don't remember it looking like this. Like I had no idea that the city looked like this. I had no idea it was this beautiful. You've never seen the city like this. You don't even know that from a bird's eye view that it looks that way. It's almost like you need to scale higher than the trees to see what this other version of you looks like. You've never seen this version of you. You can't conceive this version of you because you don't even know what she looks like. So how can you step into your greatness? How can you give up the good for great to become this version of yourself that you can't even see? You just know that all you know is that you want more, but you don't know how, you don't know where, you don't know what, you know that you like a bunch of things, like, but, but what do I do? 
And so I challenge you this. I don't know all the things, but I'm definitely going to give you some some things. You know, you know, I got some thoughts, but I'm an, I'm going to give you some things that you can apply at the end of this year. Begin applying slowly. This is not a dramatic attack. I don't want you at the end of December to apply all of these things, but slowly begin applying these things to your life and see if the air doesn't start to clear. So when I think about giving up the good for great, I think about making space, making space, right? Because you can't really have two of anything that's good for you, right? I mean, you can, but it's never good for you. You can't have two boyfriends. You can't have two best friends. I mean, you can, but their egos are out of control, right? Um, so you you can't have two of anything that's super good for you. So you have to get rid of some things to make space for something better, right? And so I'm talking about everything from your bad habits to the people in your life you may have to set aside to give up the good for great. Now, here's the problem. And this is what I was talking about before we get back into this. Giving up the good for great is going to feel like discipline when you feel like you least need it, right? So I'm going to give you an example. Um, When you are driving down the road and you're going 60 miles an hour on a two lane highway and you can see for miles and miles and miles that there's no cops, but the speed limit is 45. For some of us, there's a discipline that kicks in that says, okay, I know no cops around. I know nobody sees what I'm doing. I know I'm not going to get in trouble, but I know that the speed limit's there to keep me safe. So I'm going to abide by those rules because they're really actually put there to be, to make me to keep me safe. So let me go 45 miles an hour. Most people won't do it because they don't see the benefit of the outcome. And so this is what I'm telling you is that in order for you to give up the good for great, most people won't give up the good because it's already working. Why would I give up what's already working to receive great? And I can't even see the outcome. It doesn't make sense. So I want to talk about some things that you might have to give up to make space for something great. Now, there's a bazillion things. We ain't got time on this, but I'm going to give you a few. I think, I think in this season, you may have to give up some friends for some accountability partners. If you've got six friends texting you every day in a group chat and not a damn one of them's holding you accountable, not a damn one of them has heard your ideas and isn't in, in, or they've heard your ideas and they're still not holding you accountable. Yeah. We might have to give up some friends. I'm not even going to elaborate on that because we've done enough episodes about your circle of influence and your friends and the people that you surround yourself with being one of the most important and influential things in your life. So you may have to be, you may have to give up some friends that they're good friends. But if you don't have a single friend that's holding you accountable, it might be time to make some space. Another thing you're going to have to give up is this damn resistance. This resistance from stepping into your greatness. Whatever the resistance is, right? So I'm using the word resistance, but it's a it's an umbrella word, it's a coverall, it's a cover up for all these things that are keeping you from doing the thing that you really wanna do, right? I had a conversation with a client yesterday who hasn't recorded a podcast episode in weeks, and she keeps saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time, right? That's the resistance, that's the coverall. And I said, no, you have time because I keep seeing you on IG. It's not that you don't have time. It's that every time you do have time, you look at the mic and you're like, 
I don't know what to say. I don't really have anything to say. And when I do say what I want to say, people are probably going to be like, mm, that was kind of irrelevant. That was kind of stupid. Why am I, why is she saying that? So I'll just do it when I'm inspired and I have something to say. So there's this resistance there, right? But then you use this excuse of what you think it is and that's really not what it is. So whatever this resistance is, whether it is, I don't really have anything to say. I don't know if I could put myself out there. I'm still a broken human being. I don't know if I can help anyone. I'm not making enough money to be a business coach. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a good enough writer. I didn't do well enough in writing class to be a blogger. Like, you know, I have too, too many grammatical errors or the market is too saturated. My God, if I hear that one more time, like I just, I just talked about this on my IG live. If you're worried about the market being oversaturated, you're trying to get in this for the wrong freaking business. Because I will tell you right now, every successful person that I know has never once said, yeah, I almost didn't make it because the market was oversaturated, but I came out on top. Like that is not a battle that they face when they're in it for the right reasons. If you're worried about the market being oversaturated, it's not because you think that people are going to be like, oh, look at this dummy following the crowd. I mean, you might think someone might say that and maybe they will, but again, they're going to judge you whether you hit the mark or not. But there, no one's out there saying, look at this dummy following everybody and starting a podcast like everybody else, as if you were going to create something so unique that no one has ever done it. Like, uh, fine, I'll let you have that. But you're worried that you're going to get into a market that everyone else is going to be so good that they're going to smother you from being seen. They're going to be so good that they're going to they're going to cover you up and hide you away from the from the eye and nobody's going to see your greatness. Well, then you're in it for the wrong reasons because if you're in it to truly serve in a market that you feel truly called to serve with a vehicle that you feel truly called to use, then it won't matter. Because you're just going to put yourself out there authentically, be vulnerable, be honest, speak to the people you feel called to speak. Because I'm telling you, when I talk in this mic, I only see one person. There's only one person listening, driving in the car to work, you know, making a meal for her kids, got the headphones in while she's cleaning the house. I see her, I know her, and I know what she needs. If you talk from a place, from a servant's mindset into this microphone, using your experience, your knowledge, your level of impact... To serve this person, you don't have to worry about being smothered by an oversaturated market because you are serving from a place of authenticity and I promise your tribe and your people will see that, they will feel that, they will understand that and you will grow that way. Listen, you're going to do something you're passionate about one day if you finally step out there and put yourself out there and do the thing that you're resisting. When you give up the resistance and do it, the money will flow. The money will follow. And at the absolute worst case scenario, you put yourself out there in something that maybe wasn't your speed. Maybe it wasn't your vehicle. Maybe it was a wrong tool. You will get credit and be redirected, repositioned to do the next thing. If I told you that starting a podcast agency was the first way I've ever made money in my life as a side hustle, I'd be freaking lying. I did four or five different things. I started a mom blog. I uh, started coaching and consulting like individuals. I did group coaching. I tried to, I tr oh Lord, I tried to start a social media marketing agency. I got a logo made and everything. And I tried to make it in real estate. I didn't even tell anybody this because I forgot about it until Chris's birthday this past week. Me and my homegirl, we wrote out, we went and bought a hundred bandit signs, wrote out, got, got fake phone numbers on our phones and put the bandit signs out and, not, and two people called. Neither one of us got a deal. I've tried a lot of things, but when you find the thing that you're truly passionate about and you 
well, first of all, you make the commitment and decide to put yourself out there and you decide and you say, I'm going to have a better life. I'm going to do something more. I feel called to do more. There's this itch in my soul that says, okay, this little job you have is great. This little life you have is great. It's it's something to be grateful for, but right now you're just paying your dues. There's something that you're actually supposed to be doing and you feel it and you know it. When you decide and put yourself out there, no matter what vehicle, tool, avenue you use, it is just part of the journey to success. It's just the taxi to get there. You will be repositioned, reevaluated, like redirected to where you're actually going no matter what. I don't care if you take 16 left turns, you will get back to home. You get what I'm saying? Do y'all hear me though? Like give up the damn resistance as if you might make a commitment to something that could be wrong and then you'll never end up back home where you're supposed to be. You Do you believe in a higher power? Do you have a belief system? Because I promise you, there's something itching you in your soul right now and it's not for like the faint of heart. It's not for shits and giggles. Like this is real. This is real. And you're sitting on it. You're seat belted in by the ego, by embarrassment, by all these things that are holding you back. They're seat belting you in, not letting you live in your full potential. Unbuckle the seatbelt. Give up the resistance. Give up the friends that aren't holding you accountable. Give up the shiny objects and the instant gratification that you so badly require that you're only getting on social media because the gift that you actually have will look nothing like greatness at first because you already have it. You just haven't uncovered it. Right now, your hands are empty. Like I said before, you cannot conceive this person yet. So you have to begin giving up the things that are making you comfortable. And here's some bad news. Some of you might technically give up the good to great for great and walk into a season that feels like it's worse. Because what you don't realize is there's a season of maturity that has to happen. There's a season of responsibility that has to happen. Like I said, this message is hitting so close to home for me right now because I feel like my business was booming and things were so great. And then all of a sudden my health took a turn for the worst. Now I have to take responsibility for my health. My business has to be pushed aside. Now I have to dive deep into my business and start setting systems and processes and I'm not going to front. This has been the thing that I've been avoiding for months because I don't like it. I don't want to do it. It stretches me. It pushes me. It puts me in an uncomfortable place that I'm like, damn, I got to I gotta relearn all of this again. Like I have to get organized. I have to train people. I have to get my people to understand how to operate this business without me because I have to focus on my health. This is not something I want to do right now. I would prefer to be on sales calls and be serving my tribe, talking to you guys all, all day, every damn day. That truly sets my soul on fire. But right now, I'm being checked. Right now, I'm being matured. Right now, I'm being humbled. Right now, I'm being brushed and combed and told, told, told to sit tight. You have to be okay with the fact that that instant gratification and shiny object shit does not mean that like putting yourself out there and expecting that does not mean you failed. The universe, God, whoever you believe in might be saying, "I your next season, once you finally decide, is a maturity season because you've been playing small. You've been 
tiptoeing in the water. You've been a little bit here and a little bit there. And I've, I've had your calling over here. I've had your assignment over here. You keep reaching and then backing off. I want this for you, but I've told you guys this a thousand times. He also wants you to prove that you deserve it. So you might have to walk through a season of maturity. Responsibility. Prove that you can do the work to have the thing that you're actually called to do. I feel like I talk about this on every single podcast, but it's like once you get this knowledge and this understanding that life has such a unique way of preparing you for what's next, you just can't see greatness on the other side. That once you learn that, you will welcome the bullshit with open arms so much quicker. Like literally my health took a turn for the worse. And I'm like, okay, I mean, chill out guys. I don't have cancer or anything like that or nothing crazy. I just have had serious gut issues and I've been very like um, sick anytime I eat anything that's not good for me. So as soon as, as soon as it got clear, like as soon as everything got clear to me, I was like, okay, I got it. Like I got it. I get it. I know exactly what this is. Like you're going to teach me how to systemize and process my business because I've been avoiding it like the plague, doing it out of due diligence and responsibility and discipline because I couldn't see the greatness on the other side wasn't enough, wasn't enough for me, right? So I just kept putting it off and procrastinating. So now you're like, okay, let me show you what happens when you don't do what I say. When you don't put these things in place, I was trying to prepare you early. I was trying to give you the gift. I was trying to allow you to learn how to do this before the shit hit the fan. But now the shit has hit the fan. Now you got to take care of your gut. Now you got to reverse some of these health issues that you've been avoiding for so long. And now they are pertinent. Now they have to happen right now. So now I'm going to give you a deadline. You need to, and no one actually gave me a deadline. I gave myself a deadline, but I feel it in my soul that I need a deadline because or else I'm going to keep like, uh, tiptoeing around this. Now you have to systemize and process your business while changing your eating habits, while going to see a holistic doctor, you know, while healing your gut, while eating whole raw foods, while like doing all these researching and doing all these crazy damn things that you've never done before. You got to do it all at the same time. I tried. You weren't listening. You resisted. You couldn't see that there was greatness on the other side of this. So now you got to do it the hard way which is perfectly fine, guys, because I swear to God, everyone's always told me I'm hard-headed, so it's fine. (laughs) I'm used to it. My mentor always told me, like, people will tell you something, and you don't do it. And then life happens to you, and you're like, okay, okay, I'll do it. Like, you don't ever do anything the first time when someone tells you to do it. It's fine. It is what it is. I've totally owned that that's who I am. But that's why I give you this information, because I don't want you to make the mistakes that I've made. There will come a time where you will be asked to give up the good for great. When you can willingly submit and give up some of these things in this season to know that no matter what, if you do this with discipline, the same way that it's like integrity, the same way that you take responsibility for your own safety when you're driving in the car, the same way that you take responsibility by eating better even when no one's watching is the same way you have to give up good for great knowing that you have no freaking clue what's on the other side. But if you've got this burning desire that there's more. You have to. You have to. Or else you're going to find yourself living the same life that you're living right now, next year, and for the rest of the damn decade. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. So I'm just begging in this, in this December that you really take a bird's eye view look of what your life looks like, what your daily habits look like, 
who your friends are, who you're surrounding yourself with, what you're choosing to do every day. What do you do when you get home from work? What do you do before you go to bed? What do you need to give up to have great? What are some of the things that are working, but you know that they're also keeping you incredibly comfortable and making it to where you'll never make a damn move? What are these things that you can give up? What is the good that you can give up to have the great It's going to take courage. It's going to feel like tremendous change and it's going to feel wrong. Not wrong. It's going to feel like discipline. It's going to feel like you're doing something that has no outcome or positive result, right? And you know us, we're, we're goal. Our minds are goal oriented machines. Like if you give me the outcome, I'll run after it. But this is going to feel like all right, it's going to feel like submission. It's going to feel like submission. Like, all right, I'm just going to get this thing out the way that's kind of been working for me and just hope that there's greatness on the other side. But I I have to tell you, after 30 years of living, everything that hurt me to give up, there was always, always something better on the other side. So happy last month of the decade. Let's get it this year. I hope this episode was useful to you guys. So, so, so much love. Happy Friday. I love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.